Hello, everyone, and welcome to Call Your Hits, a Stormriders Airsoft podcast. Thanks for tuning in to this supplemental episode. It's just Phil here today, hoping that you're all staying safe and enjoying the holiday season. This is the time of year when people start talking about their New Year's resolutions. Lofty goals they're going to try and achieve in the new year. You're going to start working out. You're going to stop drinking soda. You'll quit smoking or drinking booze. You're going to start saving money. You've heard them all before, and quite likely you've even made some of those yourself. I know I have. But how long did that last? Well, according to surveys and studies, over 90% of resolutions last no longer than one month, typically three to four weeks. That absolutely tallies with my personal experience, and I'm sure many of you are nodding your heads, or at the very least, reluctantly agreeing with me. People point the finger at many different reasons for their failure. It was too hard, or I wasn't seeing any results, or I just stopped caring. The fact is that undertaking a big project can truly be daunting, and when you're setting yourself a New Year's resolution, you're essentially setting yourself a year-long goal. That's a huge commitment, so it's extremely easy to get discouraged after only a month. You've been doing whatever you've told yourself you need to do for a month. You're likely tired, either physically or mentally, from the extra effort, and you see an 11-month stretch ahead of you. That's enough to discourage anyone, unless you're David Goggins, Jocko Willink, etc. On the flip side, setting a goal for yourself and then knocking it down feels really good. It's motivating, and it gives you a sense of accomplishment. But how can you get there if you won't have achieved your goal until December 31st, and it's currently January 1st? Well, the main problem is how we format our resolutions. Let's think about an example resolution. I'm going to start working out. This doesn't actually tell us a whole lot. What do you consider a workout? Lifting weights? Running? Doing yoga? Anything where you sweat? And how often do you mean? Once a day? A week? Or a month? Finally, what exactly are you trying to achieve? Working out is fine, but why do you want to do it? Do you want to slim down? Do you want to get stronger or increase your cardio? And again, if you say you want to get stronger, what do you mean? Increase your bench press weight? Increase how much you can lift overall? And by what amount? One of the biggest issues with our resolutions is that they are too broad and too vague, which makes actually achieving them seem impossible and leads to being discouraged. If your goal is to get stronger, that is an endless quest. If your goal is to increase your bench press from 135 pounds to 185 pounds, that clearly tells you where you're trying to go. So you need to be more specific with your goal setting. What you're going to do, specifically, how often, and what you're trying to achieve. This is also called setting SMART goals, where SMART is an acronym, meaning specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. If we wanted to change our New Year's resolution into a SMART goal, instead of saying, I'm going to start working out, we might say something like, I'm going to lift weights three times a week so that I can increase my bench weight by 50 pounds by the end of the year. It is specific in that we know exactly what we're going to do, measurable in that we know how much improvement we want to get, achievable in that 50 pounds is a reasonable amount of gains, relevant in that our activity helps us towards our goal, and time-bound in that we've given a time frame to achieve success. Now you might say, but Phil, that's too easy. New Year's resolutions are supposed to be tough and last all year. 
Well, first of all, we already know that 90% of resolutions don't even last a month. So what good is setting a tough goal that you won't achieve? Better to set yourself a realistic goal that you know you can do within the year, and then, if you achieve it early, reevaluate and set one for the remaining time. This is the achievable part of SMART goals. For example, one of my personal running goals this year was to get my 5k time below 30 minutes. I know that's slow for many, but it's been a huge challenge for me in the last two years. Within a few months of actively working towards it, I managed it. That didn't mean I stopped running. I set a new goal to run a 10k in under an hour, and I achieved that. Then I set a goal to get my half marathon time down by 15 minutes, and I achieved that too. Then finally, I set myself a goal to run a total of 1,000 kilometers by the end of 2020. As of this recording, on December 21st, 2020, I've actually achieved that goal. But I know for a fact that if on January 1st of the year, I had set myself a goal of running 1,000 kilometers in 2020, I would have been super overwhelmed and likely not made it. However, after the confidence I gained from achieving smaller, more manageable goals, I had the discipline and wherewithal to push for a more challenging one. So what does this mean for you? Well, I believe that setting goals is extremely important because it gives us something to strive towards and pushes us to grow and excel. Take some time to think about the areas where you want to get better and set some goals around it. For example, it could be about learning a new language or getting better at Airsoft. Once you identify what it is you want to work on, define what it is specifically that you want to achieve and why. For example, you want to learn a new language so that you can watch a foreign film without subtitles, or you want to learn to shoot offside so that you can be just as accurate on either side. Once you've done that, decide on an achievable means by which you will achieve it. For instance, you will learn a new language by doing Rosetta Stone courses twice a week, or learn to shoot offside by doing drills once a week. You want to choose something that you know you can do and is realistic for your lifestyle. If you say you'll do an hour of Rosetta Stone or Ready Up drills every single day, chances are you will not follow through on that. So opt for a lower number that is reasonable and if you've got the interest and energy to do more than that, revise your goal later on. Remember, a year-long goal is a marathon, not a sprint. Finally, set yourself some benchmarks to test your progress to your goal. For example, after three months, watch a foreign film without subtitles and see how much you understand, be that 25%, 50%, etc. Or for Airsoft, set up a target and see how many hits on target you can get from both shoulders in the same amount of time. Then, three months later, do the exact same test and track your improvement. Setting and achieving goals can become part of your routine, and once you start knocking them down, you will get a sense of pride and accomplishment that will motivate you to keep setting more for yourself and ultimately help you to continue to improve in the ways that are most meaningful to you. So hopefully, if you're thinking about picking up a New Year's resolution, you have all the information you need to make sure you don't fall into the 90 plus percent who drop them after four weeks. Thank you for tuning into our podcast over the last few months. Our regularly scheduled episodes resume in early January, so we'll see you then. Take care.